Good. Right off the bat. Good evening, everybody. It's Full Spectrum Cycling. Show number 116, and tonight we are live at Indeed Brewing in beautiful Walker's Point of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For the Wisconsin Bike Feds, Indeed We Can Wednesday night fundraiser. So that was a couple nights ago when we were here. (laughs) Um, this is a all pro all proceeds all profits from this event go to benefit the Wisconsin Bike Fed, and a little bit later in the show we're going to grab a couple of the fine people who help make the Bike Fed what it is, and just give you a little bit of a rundown on what's going on with that thing and some stuff that might be happening in the city and around Wisconsin that you might want to show up to because they do put on some mighty fine events. Yep. Yep. With me, as always, is uh, J.K. Hello. I'm sitting down today. Uh, oh, yeah. This yeah. is an interesting one. Yeah, normally, and Tony was standing before. Which yeah, I know. I, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah. Don't get excited. Though. Yeah, you're going to throw his <laughs> stuff on the floor and stand up and do, some, do the jig. Bizarro and Run around. Oh, no, yes. Right? This is what happens. It's opposite world. <laughs> yeah. Fuck um, sitting down. So we met, at the sh- <laughs> we met at the shop, across, well, the park across the street from the shop and oh, rode dang. down here. Carried the podcast rig in a burly Coho XC trailer. Did a, nice, did a nice job of pulling it down here. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't quite think the route completely through. I just kind of was like, oh, the simplest path of, for you riding with gear. I'm just like, oh, bing to bing to bing and on the yeah. oak leaf. And then I'm thinking, it's a nice day and it's, well, it's six-ish o'clock. Oh, man, this could be a... Well, the train wreck. So the crossover, <laughs> you know, at Michigan would have been much smoother because that light goes way faster. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So we could have also done Hipster a, Highway, yeah. which would have been yeah. through the city. Yeah. Oh, it's nice being down by the lake. Home. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, nice down by the lake. It was cool. Yeah. It was breezy. It was much less than the last few days of the very, very I was very trying hot. to get the path of least resistance, <laughs> and it might be my only time on the Summerfest grounds. There you go. There you go. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending. Yeah, I was surprised it wasn't open all the way through. Normally, you can get all the way through yeah, to the other yeah. side. But we were going to spit out at the uh, main gate anyways. True that. But it's just, it's just fun to be able to ride your bike on the Summerfest grounds. I always love that. I, well, I mean, I'm so disappointed Basically, when by law, they need to have it open for a certain number of days a year. Right, they right. can't have it completely closed off because it's public land. Um, that's so. the same as uh, State Fair, right? I believe so uh, to yeah, some it's extent. Be certain, oh, yeah, certain days a, a year, a certain amount of time a year, it's got to be open. Yep, yep. We've ridden through there. Charlie I'm, Keenan just I'm, called. I don't know why. Oh, hey, Charlie Keenan. <laughs> Maybe he'll be. Uh, if he's down here, we'll grab him. Probably here somewhere. Talk actually. about some bees or something. Where are you? He's our bee pods, buddy. Uh, yeah. So Tony, oh, you what? You rode your e-bike without an e. I did. <laughs> Got no e. Went out there. So you were talking about how you like uh, your e-bike that you can convert it back into a regular bike, or even by not using a battery, it's pretty much a regular bike. It, it because of a Bafang front hub drive being basically a complete freewheel when you're not using it, I'm riding a slightly heavier regular bicycle right. when I'm not e-biked. Got and that. it's fantastic. Excellent. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's not a lot we have to talk about that's normal show business because we're going to have on a couple of guests. But I did want to mention that Chewy's latest uh, beer century edition of his Chewy salon chair which they actually recorded right before Christmas, but we, fin- we finally got it out now. It's, it's <laughs> some, some guys that ride down to Tucson from Tempe or somewhere, a alleged century-ish ride over over the holidays. And, it, and there's a lot of good chatter in there. It's some of the guys that 
you might have heard of from Single Speed USA and whatnot, like Dirty and Scandinavian Jesus and yeah. Nebraska Scott. Everybody's got a cool name. <laughs> yeah, except us. Well, well except, except for you. <laughs> Occasional Mike. Occasional Mike, yes. Well, right. actually, I flip it on everyone. Occasionally, people actually listen. Right on. It's all pearls so I forget, all of I, I forgot the, uh, I was going to get a tambourine or something. I forgot the bell, but ring-a-ding-ding, we're at the top of the hill. We oh, ding, 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 ding. And one of the managers here, Jeff, gave us uh, our first show beer today, which is uh, obviously from Indeed Brewing. It yeah, is, it would be a little bit. It is called Day Tripper Pale Ale. And it it's is very it's tasty. Delicious, I'm, man. I'm, it is I'm right on this delicious. one. And it's also, you know, only five point four percent. Notes of marmalade. Yeah, I don't I don't get a whole lot of citrus like I do in some of these things. Grapefruit, but, uh, marmalade, and dank. <laughs> I get the dank. It's not too dank. It's all though. in my belly. Where's yeah, the dank? I, I like it a lot. I had to go grab it's another a, it's one. A pretty is good that a beer. hoppy thing? This is being dank hoppy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a little bit, I think. A little bit, but not bad. I mean, good. I mean, I like a dank beer, but this is really a nice beer. And yeah. I just followed it up with our hazy IPA. Oh, we got to get nice. a photo of, of where we're doing this podcast from because we are in the, the brew house, actually in amongst the barrels. And it is spectacular. So Indeed started up in Minneapolis. And they when did they come down here? Two years ago? Uh, yes, because like they just had their second anniversary. Not necessarily... I don't know if it was a party or not. So I don't, I don't know what they brew here. I don't think they brew every beer that they sell at this place because they have probably 15 or more beers on the, on the yeah, menu. Yeah, it would be impressive. If they, yeah. But I, I'm sure they bring some down from up in Minneapolis where ah, their, original, sure. their original brewery is. Minneapolis. But um, I think it's a great event that they're doing. They've done this Indeed We Can thing on Wednesday nights for quite a while now. Last, last week it was our favorite radio station, WMSE.org. Yes. And uh, same thing there. They donated the proceeds of this event to WMSE. All beer sales go to the... It's outstanding. Of choice. It's really good for these people to do that. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, they're, they're becoming part of the community, even though they didn't start here. This is right. like making a, a dent on what's going on in our area. And down in this neighborhood, it's been growing down here for a long time. It's crazy. We're just a block or two up from Stenny's, aren't we? I mean, that yep. thing's been there for 30-plus years kind of anchoring this Walker's Point I, area. When, when I moved to Milwaukee, I worked on the south side, and I used to ride my bike through this neighborhood to get back home to the Upper East Side. And it was so desolate that I would come home soaking wet in sweat because I was so paranoid of getting mugged on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like million-dollar condos. It's like this is a really weird uh, gentrification that, you know, gentrification situation. Yeah, there's yeah. a nice bike lane running right down here. There's straight, all, Hipster highway, baby. Well, what they did when they did that was they narrowed the street down quite a bit, so they made the sidewalk a lot wider, and now it's been, well, in the summer, a lot of these places have outside on the sidewalk um, you know, congregation areas, which during these trying times is, is nice to be able to get outside and be in the <laughs> well-ventilated outside air. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed! Indeed! <laughs> right and, on, and it's a. And they're using cash again here. Oh yeah, that was the last time we came through yeah. just to do oh, a little I, test I, run. They were not. Yeah. Well, it was funny too because I I had put the money out and I'm just like, oh wait, <laughs> I, I totally had a remembrance on that, and I'm like, oh, is it? He's like, no, no, we do cash. <laughs> it's like he had to think for a second, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just by default, I like, no, contact less. We just wave it in front of you. 
So for tonight's programming, we there's Jeff. Jeff's walking in. Jeff, Jeff's the guy that gave us the beer before. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Going, man? Um, so uh, being that it's a bike fed thing, uh, I think we're going to get a couple of folks from the bike fed on. We should have and Jeff on, too, because he's a great guy. We probably have Jeff on, too. He's a great guy. We'll have some other folks on. We're sort of wrangling as we go, so uh, give us a second here, which is going to be like little or no time to you, dear listener, but we're going to wrangle up Kirsten and have her tell us a little bit about the back fed. Stay right with us. Hey, everybody, like I promised just a second ago. Moments. Moments. Not not more than a a minute, but to you, it was almost like instantaneous. Uh, We have corralled Kirsten Finn, who's the executive director of the Wisconsin Bike Fed. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Have you been on a podcast before? I have. I was on the, uh, am I allowed to talk about other podcasts? Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Sure, (laughs) The Moments by Journeyman podcast. Okay. Are you familiar with that? Not familiar. Helium Books. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting into the helium cryptocurrency because it's kind of seems very interesting. Probably not the same helium, though. No, I don't think so. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about, like, give an overview of the bike fed and what its kind of mission is. Because uh, a little bit later, we're going to have another one of your fine bike fed people, Absolutely. and she's going to talk a little more about local events and stuff. But maybe kind of give us a like a broad brushstroke of it. Sure, yeah. The vision of the Wisconsin Bike Fed is to make Wisconsin the best place in the United States to ride a bike. And we do that through advocacy and through encouragement and education. Um, basically, you know, the more people we can get on bikes, the more people who are riding, the more we're seen, the more our vote counts, uh, the more people listen to the things that we would like to see happen in government. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great mission. And I think now the bike fed's been going for how long? You, 30 years. Okay. Yeah. And one of the former EDs is a good buddy of mine, Dave Schlebowski. Dave Schlebowski, he's my former neighbor in the yeah. Washington Heights. And he made a, made a lot of good points to me about how much, how valuable cycling is to Wisconsin and what an economic impact it has, not only with tourism and people doing rides and that, but companies that make their home here because they know that Wisconsin has a decent bicycle culture. Um, when people nationally rank Wisconsin, where does it fall right now? Is it well, so that's the sad thing. We used to be number two. Now we have fallen to 29. Oh, my God. Yes. What kind of criteria it's did poor. they change? Uh, it, <laughs> so the, the biggest one is during the Walker administration, they repealed the complete streets policy, oh, yeah. uh, which says that when new uh, roads are built with federal funds, you need to include um, accommodations for people who are walking and riding bikes. The Walker administration repealed that. We are the only state in the entire country to have ever repealed did, their complete yeah, did he actually like ever graduate from college uh, I don't think so I <laughs> certainly didn't I think he's the biggest oh I can't say it on yeah, I, hey this is politics with Tony <laughs> I, but I think it's it's to me it's just a, it's such a small amount of money in the grand scheme of things that makes it better that to have said don't do that is just completely backwards Ass thinking backwards right as to how much Having a better street, like we were just talking about this street before you were on on yeah. 2nd Street here, and how the, it used to be kind of a nightmare, and it turned now into it's a... it's wonderful. Yeah. It's one of the best streets. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's the way I took yeah. every day to Bayview for work. <laughs> and it just, it, it's amazing how much it revitalizes a neighborhood, how much it gets more businesses in it, how much more, sure. you know, just everything Absolutely. that makes it a better place to congregate and be is partly because of bicycles. And then another thing that uh, Wisconsin is not doing right is we spend less than 2% of our transportation dollars on walking and biking. Um, so we're not building new trails. We're not spending money on fixing the trails that we already have. Uh, so 2% is kind of 
a low benchmark, but that's the benchmark <laughs> that the League of American right. Bicyclists puts out for um, being considered a bicycle-friendly state. Okay. Well, we got some work to do, folks. I mean, sure. I, I know that we have a listener somewhere outside of Wisconsin, probably, but more people listen. We're Wisconsin proud. What can what can the average cyclist do to support the bike fed and to support cycling in Wisconsin? Sure. Um, so one thing is when we we put out action alerts a lot, and if if you uh, receive something, if you let your legislators know that you live in their district, cycling is important to you. That's something very easily that you, easy that you can do. Um, join the bike fed to stay up to date on what we're doing is is another thing that you can do. Um, and like I said, just the more people are riding, the more we're seeing, um, the more cycling is normalized as a as a mode share, mm-hmm. uh, the better. Yeah, so. for sure. So in some other um, high profile ways to try and change our country, there's organizations that are kind of on the back end of things, writing legislation and making you know waves under the table, kind of or behind the scenes. Um, that are doing a lot of things that are suppressing votes and stuff like that. Is there any kind of national sort of advocacy for cycling that tries to, to lobby and get stuff done? Sure, yeah. So the League of American Bicyclists is kind of the bike fed for the country. Oh, gotcha. And okay. then there's another organization, People for Bikes, that also does the same thing. Yep. They are uh, funded by the bike manufacturers. Okay. Is that oh, da- is I did not know that. Yeah. No, I didn't is that Dave Weens, the, the king of that now? Or Think so. What's he, he's no, he's something. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't. He's something. Maybe him, it might be. It <laughs> he's might be something. Him, that guy, I tell you. I know. Uh, <laughs> people for bikes has changed a little bit over the years, but uh, yeah. So all good stuff. Um, I would like to see more happening here in a good way. It's just we, right by my shop, which is in River West. They made Fratney Street a bike boulevard, which I think has been really good, especially for the drag racing on Locust Street. Yeah. Friend, uh, River West is really leading Milwaukee in bike infrastructure. I mean, I think that's where you see that the biggest concentration of cyclists is that, in River West. I just don't get that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I've only lived there 32 years. <laughs> maybe someday someone will let you in on it. Yeah, yeah you maybe. should probably it's get the greatest neighborhood in the city. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just in her grudge living here. <laughs> I just, yeah. Every day I ride my bike and I'm like, sure, I'm in a neighborhood that likes me ride my bike. I feel so accepted. I know. <laughs> Riding my kid to school on her bike and people are like, what are you doing? I'm like riding my child to school on her bike. This is a good thing. So this Indeed thing is pretty cool. Indeed. It's, it's really nice. I got to tell you, it is so great to be out among other cyclists, drinking beer, talking about bikes. Um, I think, I mean, that's one of the greatest things about riding bikes, right, is the... Camaraderie. The camaraderie. The one, yeah. beer, the one beer per mile and ratio that yeah. you can do. <laughs> top of the hill. <laughs> the top of the hill. I, the I hill. have to say, like, as a bike fed, um, our membership numbers really dipped because we weren't out in the public. You know, we weren't in front of people. Normally, we're at farmer's markets and races and events like this, um, talking to people and just not not being out and among people. We kind of uh, just weren't in people's top top of mind. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to do something that's an outdoor activity from the indoors. Though I will say that it was like the best year for cycling ever with so many fewer cars on the road. I mean, like <laughs> the, that's what... Yeah, those yeah, first yeah, the, couple of months yeah, were... Yeah, it was all very old Mega yeah, Man. Yeah, it was just like... Da, 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 da. No more alley riding for me. <laughs> I can ride on the streets. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, Kirsten. Well, is there anything you want to leave our listener with before we uh, go on to maybe Carissa? Because she's oh, is she in the way? Hovering. Yeah, she appears to be she's, hovering. She's somewhat brilliant, so <laughs> I, I won't I won't take up any of Carissa's time. But thank you so much for having me on and for being here tonight. It's yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for doing what you do. Thank you. Yeah, it makes our, it makes our show way more interesting when we have guests like you on it. So. Yeah, no one wants to hear us blab. That's for sure. At least of all, not me. <laughs> me. All right. Thanks again, Kirsten. Thank, thank you. you so much. Good luck and uh, Wisconsin Bike Fit, everybody. Hey everybody! Welcome back to the show. We had we had like a little break there, and uh, we corralled another Wisconsin bike fed person, Caressa. How yes, are you? Huh? I'm doing fabulous. Huh? It's huh? been a good run, good weather. Hanging out. This uh, this with our faces out. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No Maxises. Yeah. Well, we're we're at the Indeed Brewing Company here in. Uh, Walker's Point. Yeah. Indeed. And we, t- we, just, we just talked to Kirsten, and uh, she gave us a little bit of an overview, big picture thing of the bike fed, but uh, you're more involved in local stuff and Wisconsin and Milwaukee thingy things. Yeah. Um, let us in on what you do and what's happening around here and how things are opening back up again, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I'm a program manager at the Bike Fed, but my roots are in bike education and MPS. That's kind of how I got started at the Bike Fed, and I just freaking loved it. I love teaching kids how to ride bikes and not have to be their parents. They can go home to their parents, but you can still have that wonderful, joyful moment of teaching kids how to ride bikes. But now I um, work predominantly in in, uh, policymaking at the city of Milwaukee so that our streets are safer and holding more elected officials, lawmakers accountable here in the city of Milwaukee. So did the city get rid of the actual bike and pedestrian coordinator job in the city government? And now you've got a really good question. Um, For a while, as many of you know, Dave Schlebowski was an OG uh, bike pedestrian coordinator. And we still do have a bike pedestrian coordinator, but now we have a a wonderful multimodal unit that the uh, uh, former city engineer, now commissioner of the DPW, Jeff Polensky, formed, I want to say back in 2017. And now there's, uh, like, I think a four or five member body. And the pedestrian and bicycle coordinators kind of just sort of blended into that whole group. Um, That's James Hannig there. Um, But I think that all of the people on that group are just as talented as James, and I hope to continue to see them grow so that we can actually get shit done. Yeah, Kirsten told us a distressing figure in that Wisconsin used to rank number two nationally, and now we're at 26th or something, which is... That it's isn't ridiculous. a good thing. And we've already blamed it on Scott Walker, so we can <laughs> bypass <laughs> that yes, part of it. My old boss. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Our, our regional state Mine friends too. like Minnesota mm-hmm. are definitely outpacing us on trail building and all that's good stuff. But the bottom line is that if we don't have good capacity at the local level to implement some of these important uh, f- funding, funding streams that come down the pipeline, um, we kind of get left left in the dust a little bit and forgotten. Don't forget that the Department of Public Works is doesn't necessarily have its own transportation department. It kind of falls within all of the other stuff like waste management mm-hmm. and, and you know utilities and all that stuff. So I think sometimes the transportation element sort of gets lost or just, just not placed in, in enough priority. I, I would love to see the city of Milwaukee have its own bona fide transportation department with an ac- actual commissioner just for transportation. So it gets the attention that it needs and and fun, more funding. And Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's definitely a need. Um, I th- some of the things that were put in motion 10 years ago 
are kind of running out of like I know that our uh, we talked about this a little earlier our our uh, bike boulevard in, in my neighborhood on Fratney Street mm-hmm. that was laid out eight ten years <laughs> yes. ago or more yeah. and it finally got done which is great right. um, and maybe at a little bit less ambitious or aggressive a um, the design of it but oh, it yeah, but nonetheless sure. it's done and that's a good thing and and we've got Humboldt Street hopefully coming along in the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Humboldt will be coming along here in a year or two. Oh, geez, yeah. We, I mean, we fought really hard for Humboldt, and there's some other generational projects that are coming down the pipeline uh, over there on Howard Avenue. We actually had neighbors come out on Howard Avenue and say, we don't screw all the parking. Like, do the parking study. They actually demanded that the DOT and the DPW Fuck do the yes. parking study. <laughs> they wanted separated bike lanes. They didn't want... They, it was just shocking to hear them come out of their mouths, but it was quite refreshing. Yeah. Right. Well, um, driving down Howard, you realize you want some sort of separation between yeah. a bike and a car because yeah. it's I've ridden and bike down uh, I've driven and ridden down that and it's a frightening the culture is changing for yep. sure I, I, unfortunately I don't think we're going to see as much as we'd like out of Humboldt but there's also a lot of wonderful projects that have been popping up in the River West area and I tell residents just keep pushing for more but that project in particular is very similar to the Howard Avenue project there's one coming up on National there's one hmm. coming up I think on Walnut look out for all those projects oh. Projects because they're called major projects, and that's when they rep- replace um, the utilities. It's oh, concrete. It's, it's not full. just resurfacing. Yeah, right. It's the full. Yeah. That's why we call it a generational project because you're probably not going to see a lot of that change. So at the bike fed, we're going hard in the paint, as they say in the basketball world, <laughs> to try to get these residents in the door, teach them, hey, this is what we want now. Don't skimp. Or you know, or else. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, uh, are, are those Bucks playing tonight? Uh, didn't do very well in Brooklyn the last couple of days. I don't know what the Bucks are doing. All I know <laughs> I is Lou Alcindor's cool. <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> That's what my dad told me. Yeah. No, yeah. it all stretch out because it's Michael it's all for ad yeah. revenue yeah. and it'll go to Game Seven. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, that's, that's always that's always the ploy, isn't it? Except, yeah, it's like yeah. okay, you got to win on your own home court, and then you got to win on rigged. your home court. It's all rigged, and then but, oh yeah, of course it is. It's all rigged to make money. Oh man, I'd love it's to be a ref and get rigged. Like, yeah. hand me the money. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas, baby. <laughs> and they fake right, the Apollo so moon landing. Caressa, what do you have coming up for uh, events uh, that people in our general area or Wisconsin, or even people that are flying in from? Uh, we got a couple well, guys down here from though. Minneapolis tonight. We're, we're going to hook up oh, with later. So nippity snap. Well. Um, I, I don't know how exciting it is, but for me, it's important. Over the last three years, I, as a program manager, been working with the DPW to try to change the way they engage with residents, try to f- create a framework for implementing complete streets so residents and lawmakers alike can actually track what the city is doing and hold them accountable. So we're holding a two-day summit next week, June 16th and 17th from 10 to 2. It's called Community Justice Through Safe and Healthy Streets. You can Google keyword that or go to the bike feds uh, event page and check it out it's free um, it's free to sign up but on the 16th in the evening we're going to be doing a ride from the south side with the up newest upcoming bike boulevard to fratney and just invite residents and any uh, summit goers to just learn about what the dpw is doing um, what things good things have been happening and also what do we need to strive towards in terms of 
deeper level community participation participation when it comes to safer streets. So um, that's a predominantly Latinx neighborhood. We're going up to River West. I hope to see people from both communities like going back and forth, just experiencing what connect good connectivity is, what um, better connectivity could occur in the city of Milwaukee on the city streets. And yeah, experience that collectively is really important. So we're gonna be at Clark Square from at four o'clock, you can come get your bike tuned up, um, dream bikes, uh, wheel and sprocket, our mobile repair people are going to be there. Um, we also are going to be, um, you can uh, check out a bike with us. So go to the Bike Fed events page and you can sign up to come along with us. And right either you can take a walk with the residents if you're not doing the bike thing, or you can bike with me and my homies and we'll go up to River West and say hi and then bike back down. We'll. We'll shepherd you back down. <laughs> we'll, we'll go down there and meet them and yeah. head back to and our hood. Head back to yeah, the RW. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but um, yeah, we have a complete streets policy in the city of Milwaukee, and I'd love for residents to pull it out of their back pocket anytime they can and hold people accountable for it. And it's been a good three-year run with the DPW and the multimodal oh. unit and trying to Fantastic. make that more of a priority, make uh, safer streets a priority. Nice. So, yeah. Right on. All right, Cressa. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for being our guest here on the radio program. Yeah. By the Again. way, what do you have in your goblet? I'm um, it's like a it's like a, a hard kombucha. It's like oh. a blueberry mint okay. kombucha. And uh, yeah, I'm just gonna down that, clean the old pipes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought, uses I thought it might have been countertops. So you can drink that down. I thought it was <laughs> one of the sours, and I've been tempted. Maybe on my next. Well, it is sour, so huh. and it get, it's got a little bit of a kick. So I highly recommend it. Second hill, folks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Thanks again. Yeah, of course. <laughs> going on the show again. Of course. Anytime. You're right always on. welcome on the, the regular Wednesday show at the shop. So oh, I love stop to by. shred. Love to shred. Wait till, yeah. we, wait till we move, too. Yeah, and then we're having an even cooler podcast. Where are you area. moving to? Past McQuaddy? No, we're gonna we're right to the end of the <laughs> Fratney Bike Boulevard on Keefe and Fratney. Oh, that's cute. Wonderful. The Milwaukee yeah. Warehouse. Right at the end. Oh, wonderful. Well, congratulations. I West River Collective. There. Oh, is that what it's called now? Yeah, the Milwaukee <laughs> Warehouse is a different thing. West, comma, mm. River Collective. All right. All right. All right. Thanks All right. again. Cheers. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thanks. My brother said once that drowning in beer would be like heaven. Now he's not here, and I got two soakers. This ain't heaven. This sucks. <laughs> he's such a hosiery. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we had a couple of good guests on the show tonight. Wisconsin Bike Fed Kirsten, Wisconsin Bike Fed Caressa. And I hope you enjoyed listening to them as much as we did. Um, don't know what we're doing next week yet, but I can tell you this. It's number 117 coming up. Yeah, it'd be fun. This, this was a great That'll event. How many, how many people do you think were down here? There was a There's a good number a of people here. Well, like, yeah, there were at least, I think we were wave two of people uh are you going right, to riding touching in? that thing? I, yes. I'm not <laughs> used to this. <laughs> you don't have to touch it. It'll be I, fine. Well, I know. I'm just That's not, I'm not hearing myself correctly. It is It is Exactly. F- it'll be fine. I know, but I'm... Yeah. So, but we were like... Uh, we were the second wave of riders coming in. There was already one here, and then two more waves came in. I think... Maybe, yeah. Or maybe three did. Yeah. There's got to be, you know, 80, 100 people here for... Oh, yeah, for easy. this fundraiser easy. for the bike fed. So I'm glad we got to come down here and goof off with uh, podcastery and 
radio makery and sitting here amongst the beer. And we have not even had to speak one word to Jake. That's oh. even better. I'm just giving you shit, Jake. I'm giving you shit. <laughs> He's back there. I can hear him emceeing the, hear him. the, uh, the, they had a big bingo thing that bike you could bingo. do. Bike fed bingo that you could do to win a bunch of prizes and whatnot. So, and I want to see where the, uh, the playlist on the... I'm not sure if he's been playing it through here, but he was soliciting selections. He was. I, I tried Scraper Bike, but it wouldn't let me post it for him. Huh. Scraper Bike. Oh, uh, El Rongo Jeff. He was able to drop in shellac. Nice. Yep. A great I got a, a handful in there, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a good Fats Domino. My nice. rock and bicycle. All right. I don't know what else we got to say to these folks. I think uh, our guest said it all. And uh, we'll be back next week to fill your ear hole with bullshittery again. Yes, what we're here for. Au revoir.